Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We certainly hope you guys are having a great week. We want to thank you for joining us. For those of you watching live on Facebook or even if you're just listening in on iTunes or Spotify or wherever, we certainly thank you for joining us once again. We hope you get a lot out of today's show. Before we get to Kristen's prayer, I mentioned last night that tonight I'm going to talk to you about a very important topic, and that is the topic of obedience, okay? This is not a popular topic because I think everybody just wants to hear about prosperity and how you can kind of live like live life the way you want and everything's going to go well for you. I heard Joyce Myers, in fact, say that whenever she does a message on prosperity, she knows she's going to get like two or three times as many hits on her podcast as when she does one on sin because nobody wants to hear about that. And don't get me wrong. I believe in prosperity. I believe that God has a plan for your life, and that is to prosper you in all things, even as your soul prospers. But it's contingent upon obedience. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all of these things will be added onto you. And yet we all know that the church these days and many believers are just kind of infatuated with this watered down version of Christianity, which is so non-judgmental because we want to be accepted by the world that anything goes. I'm not saying that you should go around judging people. Don't get me wrong. Jesus said, judge not lest you be judged. And that's something I take to heart. But the other part of that was Jesus saying, remove the plank from your own eye before you complain about the speck in your brother's eye. He never said live with the plank in your eye. He said, remove it. In other words, don't judge other people. Yes, but govern yourself and your own actions and understand that just like you can't eat whatever you want and not exercise and drink poison and expect to be healthy, you can't live life however you want and do things that are harmful to your mind and your soul and which keep you apart from a holy, righteous God and expect to have an abundant life and expect him to answer your prayers. In fact, if God answered your prayers while you were being disobedient, he'd be doing you a great disservice because he'd never get you to clean up your act. Usually when you're in need, it's God using that as an opportunity to get you to grow and get closer to him. If he just dropped blessings into your lap every time you called without you growing, without you being obedient, you would never improve yourself. And the work God is trying to do to perfect you in Christ Jesus would never be accomplished. Let me be clear. Christianity is not so much about a list of things you can't do. God is not some police officer who is waiting for you to mess up so he can arrest you. That's the enemy, the accuser of the brethren who plants traps for you and then condemns you. There is no condemnation in Christ. But the key words there are in Christ. You have to stay in Christ. Yes, Jesus died to liberate you, not to condemn you, but to free you from a sinful life so that you can have life to the fullest. But if you want that life, you have to be obedient. God blesses those who love him. And as Jesus said, those who love me keep my commandments. Okay. This is important because there's no point to having people pray for you. There's no point to watching this show and have Chris and I pray for you or even praying for yourselves if those prayers aren't going to be answered. And they're not going to be answered if you're not following God's commandments. Worse than that, Jesus says you're not even considered part of the kingdom of God if you're not being obedient. 
He said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? But then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Paul expands on this saying, if you continue in sin after we have received the knowledge of the truth, then no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. In other words, the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross will not save you if you continue in sin because you're rejecting that sacrifice. Yes, Jesus died for your sins, but not to give you license to sin more, okay? There is simply no substitute for obedience. If you're living in need, if you're having financial difficulties, if your health is failing, if you're struggling in your relationships or lack of relationships, or if you're just empty, looking for a path in life and tired of living in anxiety and depression, Good news, God's got a solution for you, and it starts with accepting Christ and keeping his commandments. Then, and only then, will you experience the fullness of his blessings, okay? So that's my message for you tonight. That's good. That's uh, good. It's a tough love message that we all need to hear. So, Well, thank you so much, Kristen. You know, we unfortunately, uh, we don't hear enough of it. I'm sure you'd agree about yes, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. In fact, Kristen and I, the reason, what really inspired this is about a week ago, Kristen and I were having a discussion and she was adamant that we are just not going to be one of these ministries that just kind of tells people what they want to hear and, you know, gives these kind of wishy-washy answers and compromises its message. That's just not going to be us. I mean, everybody is invited here. This is an open, welcome place. We don't care who you are. We will pray for you in the That's name right. of Jesus. But we are not going to lie to you because we would be doing you a disservice then and we would be right. guilty of it then. If we told you that Christianity promises something other than what it does. In fact, I take this message of obedience so seriously because now that we have people under our covering, Kristen, now that we have, uh, I believe at last count, 26,000 followers and people who are counting on us to pray for them, it's important that you and I stay obedient to God because yes. the Bible says the prayers of righteous people are powerful and effective. So if we're messing up and we're compromising ourselves, then we're we're hurting right. these people because we're our prayers aren't effective and then we're responsible for that. So, you know, That's just so as we true. have to be obedient, so does, you know, everybody else because we want your prayers answered. This isn't us coming down on you. Right. I want to see your prayers answered. I love getting praise reports and stuff like that. So I'm trying to explain to you if you're not seeing your prayers answered, okay, this might be one of the reasons. So that That's was right. the reason for tonight's yes. Go ahead, sweetie. A great point. And there's so many, you know, the Holy Spirit does such a great job of convicting or, you know, God does such a great job of convicting. I've heard stories of people who weren't Christians yet and they knew something was wrong, even though they had no moral compass to tell them right from wrong. They just knew something in their gut about something that they were right. doing that was not right. So um, especially as Christians, I feel just it's been some churches just kind of wa watered it down for whatever right. reason. Um, and it's a come as you are, but don't stay as you are. And that's for all of us. We need to right. constantly be growing. So that was a great right. message. And by the way, the reason I'm smiling is uh, Kitty Gallagher just wrote to me and said, preach at Jordan. So thank you, Kitty. I appreciate Woo, that. Kitty. <laughs> all right. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> all right, Kristen, do me a favor. Lead yes, us all in yes, uh, prayer amen. here. <laughs> I love that. Preach at Jordan. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Thank you for who you are, Jesus. Jesus, I woke up seeing this image of you as the lion 
of Judah, which you are, God. We know you to be the lion. And I think it's so interesting because I remember being uh, going to the San Diego Zoo and seeing a lion up close. Uh, that's as close as I ever want to get to a lion with, uh, with obviously behind uh, a fence, but very close. And the lion was napping and the lion woke up and stretched out majestically and, and then let out a huge roar. And I thought about how Jesus, you as the lion of Judah, roar your victory over our problems, over the chains that we feel that we can't break, over the things, over the addictions, over the things where we feel we just need your grace one more time, over the areas God, that we seem to end up in a rut going over and over again, Lord. You roar your victory over the sicknesses, over the, the ways that we don't honor you in, in the way we think about ourselves, Lord, over the ways that we have fallen short time and time again, Lord. You roar your victory, God. You know, in, in, in Revelation, it says that you are the Lion of Judah. It says, weep no more if the Lion of Judah has triumphed. God, you have already triumphed. We know that you're coming back again one day on a white horse and, and we know everything that's going to happen in Revelation and we're really living in, in an interesting time, Lord, and we have the security and the hope in you. But we also know that even though that's a future event, you live in our future and our present and our past. You, you surpass our compass of time, Lord. You surpass our idea of time. So you're in the future and you've already triumphed. You've already won. You've already won the victory. And you're roaring over us, God. Oh, Jesus, to see you as that. Lord, yet on the other hand, we see in the Bible that the enemy is the lion that seeks to devour. And he roars, he, he goes to and fro seeking who he can devour, wanting to steal, kill, and destroy. But it's very interesting because he always mimics you, Lord. But you, the Lion of Judah, have the true power, God. And as he tries to mimic you, Lord, you remind us that you have always had the victory and always will lead us in battle, Lord. Like that song, our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power. And fighting our battles, every knee will bow before him. And it goes on to say about your blood breaks the chains and you came for the sins of the world, Lord. You, I just picture as you roar, Lord, the chains just break and, and fall off, Lord. And you roar, God, with such intensity and ma majestic beauty, God. And you know, you've shut the mouths of lions, like for Daniel and throughout the ages, God. You've shut the mouths of, of the beast, Lord. And you yourself go on our behalf. We need only to be still. Lion of Judah. Lion who roars for us in victory. Lion who, who represents so much more than just us going to heaven. The relationship, the, the, the intensity of knowing you and being in love with you, Lord. And being so in love with you and your spirit and knowing you 
on such a deep level, God, and growing in that love, which we can only do if we're obedient to you, God. And in obedience, we find that you open up more and more doors and more and more rooms of your spirit and more and more ways that you show us your love for us and your prosperity and and how you dream over us and dance over us. Oh, majestic Father. Oh, oh, amazing God. Oh, beautiful Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. We lift our praise to you. We know that you and your strength and your power and your might and security have set us free. You've set us free from everything that tries to trip us up. You've set us free from mindsets. You've broken habits and chains and helplessness and depression and anxiety and, and worry and lust and greed and pride and so many things, God. And obsession and insecurity and suicide and everything, God. You've broken the chains. And we latch onto you with our free hands to worship you, God. We surrender to you. That's why we raise our hands as an act of surrender. And also to say, Jesus, look at what you freed. We're no longer a slave to sin. We are ch- children of the Most High. And we have everything we need in you. In you, we live and move and have our being. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Wonderful job, Kristen. All right. So we have a, um, a fair number of prayer requests that I'm already streaming at the bottom of the screen here. But we have a number that came in just as Kristen was praying, and I want to get to as many of these as possible. We have a friend here, uh, Narash, who says, Greetings in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for sparing your time to pray for the nations, and all nations need prayer more than anything. This is Pastor Narash Paul from India. We're also keeping you in our prayers so that an army of prayer warriors can join you. Well, Pastor Naresh, we certainly thank you for this. And we pray that you're a great missionary over there in India. We pray that yes. your mission, your uh, ministry is blessed abundantly and, yes. and is generous, that it's able to feed people who are hungry and not just natural food, but spiritual food as well in Jesus name. Amen. Let me get to some of the ones who are live because we have people listening. Then I'll get to the ones that were meant, sent in. Let's see. Barbie Thomas says, three of my children have been adopted out and I'm still not getting over it because the state didn't give them a chance to even come home. But the state let my oldest three come home. It hurts so bad. It hurts me every day because I wish I could just hold them and tell them mama loves them. The oldest had told me before they had gotten adopted out that he didn't want to be with the family, presumably the family that he's with now, because he didn't like it there and he wanted to be home with us. I cannot cope with my babies not being able to be with us, and I can't do anything about it. I cry every day and every night. You know, Jesus talks about in the Bible how he will wipe away every tear, and it's not just a false comfort. It's not just, you know, you know, saddle up and, and you know, get tough or anything like that. Jesus, I believe, I very much wants families to be reunited. I think the greatest work the enemy has done in the United States in my lifetime and and in the generation before was destroying the family. God hates destroyed families. And Barbie, I know 
right now that God is near to you and he wants to reunite your family. So we are just, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it. I'm not, I'm not going to give it. Sometimes I tell people what to do, but here I'm just going to believe with you, Barbie. Number one, that you are reunited with your children. Father God, we pray that whatever is standing in the way here, that you remove it. Now, you said if we have the faith of a mustard seed, that we can tell a mountain to throw itself into the ocean. So whatever mountain is blocking Barbie and keeping her from her children, and I don't know if it's on her end or someone else's end, I'm not here to judge. I don't really care. God, you know the situation. We pray total victory over this situation. Right now, the enemy has the victory, but God, we know you have the ultimate victory. And so, God, I pray for the day when Barbie will be able to send us a praise report that she's been reunited with her children and living happily ever after. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Stephanie Lynn, who we prayed for last night, she was a homeless lady. She writes us and said, you prayed for me last night for the doors of heaven to open for me to leave this homeless shelter. You prayed and told me to do as the widow with two mites. I prayed all night. God showed me I was holding to $12. Just said to, I can't, he's kind of cut off. He just said to trust me and let go. I let go and I'm trusting God to open the floodgates. So this woman who's in a homeless shelter had $12 she was holding on to. And she just gave her last $12. That is a, an act of immense faith. Dear Jesus. God, I pray in Jesus' name, you will reward her faith yes, and do God. it abundantly. Yes, you are God. an honorable God. You are the kind of God you don't ever want anyone saying that you didn't live up to your word because you always live up to your word. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we yes, pray Lord. that you just bless Stephanie abundantly for what she's done. Yes, this Lord. immense act of faith. Yes, Lord. That she's yes, removed Jesus. from this homeless shelter and she's able yes, to get a good job and stand on her own two feet in a nice place to live. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, God. Jesus. Marcelo Ruiz says, I would like to ask for prayers for me, Marcelo Herman Ruiz, for my feelings. I want my, I think, partner to return home, the person I love very much. I like to see us together and well again. Another broken family. Well, Marcelo, in Jesus' name, we pray that whatever the situation is with your family, that God reunites you so that you guys are together again, that whatever feelings are hurt are, are healed, and that whatever whatever it is that's standing in the way of, of this is removed in Jesus' name. Now, Myrna is writing to us again. She wrote us yesterday, and I'm going to address this now. She says, hello, ma'am, Kristen, and Sir Jordan. Please pray for a successful checkup for my sister tomorrow. She has cervical cancer. Thank you. Yes, yes. All right. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, we know that you are the name above all names. And we are grateful for doctors, and we're grateful for science, and we're grateful for technology. And we're grateful that you work through all of these things. But we also know that you do miracles even when these things are failing us. Yes, Lord. We reject the report of the doctor. We speak and breathe life into her and life abundantly. We reject this cancer. We call it out. We cast it away. Just as Joel Osteen's mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer and given six months to live 40 years ago, and she's still alive today. We pray the same yes. thing's going to happen with Myrna's sister, that she is healed, that the doctors can't even explain it, and she That's goes on right. to live an abundant life. My favorite verse when I hear uh, things like this, Myrna, is a verse that says, you shall not die, but live 
and to declare the works of the Lord. That's the key. She's got to start declaring the works of the Lord in Jesus' name. And we Amen. we pray for, for full healing. And in fact, on that point, Anna, we're going to send us sends a request saying, good day. Can you please pray for my neighbor who has cancer? Her name is Nene. Also pray for me. I doubt after this lockdown is removed, I can go back to my job as a caregiver. Please pray for me to have provision to find a good employer in another country. She dreams to work in Israel and to see Jerusalem so she can scare, share her skills as a caregiver and spread love to the elderly. You know, I think the some of the best prayers are the ones that are really for other people. And so here's one where she's praying for her friend, Nene, and she's also praying that God allows her to spread love. She's not even, you know, so many people pray for things, and there's nothing wrong with praying for a new house and a new car, stuff like that. But she's just saying, God, let me spread love to other people. And we know, God, that's what you want more than anything, for us yeah. to be vessels through which your love flows into other people. So, God, we pray that you honor Anna's prayer. We remind you of the prayer I just prayed for Myrna as far as the cancer goes. We rebuke this cancer in her friend, Nene, and we pray that she is totally healed in Jesus' name. Rufi says, pray for my marriage and pray for my family, especially for my mother. She's diabetic. Again, it's another, another couple's problem. Rufi, we pray for your marriage. We pray that wounds are healed. We pray that people, that you and your spouse, forgive each other where you need to be forgiven and repent where you need to repent that you spend every day in Christ. And you got to do what Chris and I do, man. Got to wake up every morning and pray together. You got to go to bed every night praying together. You got to, you know, contact each other throughout the day. Just remind the other person that you're still there and that you love them and you never take them for granted. I mean, it's not work in terms of labor. It's a labor of love, but you got to do it. There's no substitute for praying and there's no substitute for spending time together and telling the other person how much they mean to you. All right. So, uh, go with that, Rufi, and in Jesus' name, we pray that your prayer is honored. A few more here. Asif says, please pray for my family, specifically my son who is sick. Father God, we pray for Asif's son who is sick. We pray that he's totally healed and totally restored. We thank you for Asif. We thank you that he has faith enough to ask for prayer and faith enough to expect a healing. And we ask for that healing to be a quick work in Jesus' name. Alexander says, hi, I lost my job. I'm from Brazil. God bless you. All right, Alexander, we pray that God has an even better job for you, that you, you don't miss any meals, that you don't miss any payments, you don't go into debt. God will bring you a better job, one that pays more, one where you're more respected, one that um, one where you can have a greater impact. So I'm going to pray that not just you get a new job, but you have a greater impact in your job, that you're able to get the job that God wants you to have. Maybe And be careful, because sometimes you open doors in the right one. But make sure God shows you which door to go through because he's got people there who he needs you to bless on his behalf. Okay, so in Jesus name, we pray for that for Alexander. Regina says, please pray for my job application. The Lord will bless me in this aspect of my life. All right, God, again, same prayer for Regina. We pray that you get her the right job at the right time for the right salary. Okay, and that she's a blessing to everybody who she works with. Okay that she's respected by her boss, and that she immediately becomes the most important person at her job in Jesus' name. I got a weird one for you guys here tonight, and I'll tell you exactly why I'm bringing this one up. Ravi says, please pray for my new Yamaha CP88 stage digital piano. Okay, which he's purchasing shortly. Let me tell you why I'm adding this one. This is strange. Kristen doesn't know this yet. I used to play the piano, and yesterday I 
for reasons I don't know, I went to my closet and I found my old Yamaha keyboard and I started playing it and it's good, but it doesn't have enough keys. And so I was looking at, I kid you not, Yamaha 88 key digital pianos <laughs> to purchase last night. This is at like 10 o'clock last night. I was, I was online just searching for different digital pianos by Yamaha. And I think it was a CP88 because 88 stands for 88 keys. I think it was a CP edition. So listen, I was doing this last night and this guy just sends the weirdest prayer request. So you know what? That's got to be a God thing. So in Jesus name, Father God, I pray you get this guy the best Yamaha CP88 state digital piano at a great price and get me one too. And if, if you want me to take a piano, I will, I will get back to practicing. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a music ministry too, whatever. All right. So that's a weird thing, but there it is. Let me just see if I can find anyone, any new ones that were just sent in to us. All right, Myrna, we prayed for you. Barbie posted like three times. All right, Patricia says, I need instant, complete, supernatural, creative healing and complete restoration in my urinary tract and bladder. I'm only saying, but this is posted publicly. This isn't like a private thing. She's got problems with her nerves and veins, hip joints, and pelvis bones. I need a new urinary tube cleansing the infection and viruses from my bladder, increase my immune system, restoration of other things, and my sight, etc. All right. Well, Father God, listen, this is a very detailed prayer, and you are a detail-oriented God. So we pray that you meet Patricia's needs right now, okay? And then you let her know you're meeting her needs. In fact... I know that you can overcome these urinary infections, God. And we pray that you just destroy these viruses, whatever is causing the problems. Okay, you just restore her inside out. Patricia, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I think you should go take communion. Okay, seriously, when I see people whose bodies are broken like this, what I tell them is you need to go take the broken body of Christ. Go read the communion verses in the Bible, okay? And, and repent of your sins, whatever they are. It's true for all of us, okay? And take the broken body of Christ, a cracker, whatever, and eat it. And, and then drink some juice or something representative of the blood of Christ too. And just read through that verse, understand what it means, and just keep doing it until you have a full healing in Jesus' name. Okay. Cheryl Mendoza says, please help me to pray for total healing. Cheryl, we pray for total healing for you. Thank you for listening to us tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray that all of your needs are met in that you give us a great praise report. Father God, I thank you for Cheryl for watching and for praying. And I pray that you're bringing her through this valley and onto the other end and that you're going to give her total, complete restoration. Cheryl, take the advice I just gave to the other person, by the way, about doing the communion. Seriously, just get yourself a cracker and get yourself a little cup of juice and take communion every night till the situation's resolved. I see another prayer from Semi. Semi, listen, you, you pray. You ask us every night to pray for financial breakthrough. Start thanking God for your financial breakthrough. Just receive it, okay? Uh, some of these are, I can't translate these. Some of these are in Pakistani. But Father God, for these other people who are, are praying here, including this person, Shabir, I can't read Pakistani, or maybe this is in tongues. I don't know. I can't translate it. But God, you know what his prayers are. And so we just pray in Jesus' name that you totally take care of this person's needs. And sir, if you want to just, if you want to send us a message, uh, I can translate it later and we can pray for you tomorrow if you'd like. All right, God, for all these people who we prayed for tonight and the ones who you, uh, whose prayers are scrolling at the bottom of the screen and the other people who joined us remotely, God, we thank you for all these people. We thank you for their faith. We thank you that 
they're coming to you. Other people turn to other things. Other people turn to liquor. Other people turn to, uh, well, frankly, different kinds of addictions. They turn to drugs. They turn to sometimes sex and doing things they shouldn't be doing. God, these people are turning to you. Father God, we pray if there's anything blocking any kind of blessings in their lives, if there's unforgiveness, if there's disobedience, if they haven't been tithing, anything like that, we pray that you show that to them so that they can remove it so that they can come into the fullness of you. And God, we pray that these prayers are powerful and effective. And we pray that each of these people becomes a living testimony for you in their respective communities so that other people who know what they're going through will look at them and say, the only thing that could have happened was they experienced a miracle from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God, we pray these people will lend and not borrow. They'll be known in their communities as people who have an abundance of all things, abundance of health and wealth and great relationships and perfect families. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Kristen is about to lead us in the call to salvation. This is extremely important. So if you don't know Christ, now is your time to become part of the family here. And if you just want to rededicate yourself, I'm sorry I'm stepping on your toes here, Kristen. But if you just want to rededicate yourself, this is a great time to do it. That's right. That's right. Just fall after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so happy for you. Leave a comment or send us a message. We want to know, and we want to help you get your walk started. And if you have a praise report from um, from praying on the show or just in general, a testimony about what great things God has done in your life, that encourages us and encourages other people too. So please share that too. Absolutely. Isn't she amazing? I'm, I'm the luckiest oh. person in the world. I just have to say that. Well, you're pretty amazing yourself. We're, oh, you're, okay. Now I'm turning red. All right. Uh, let's not do this in front of everybody. Okay, everybody. So, right. Hey, listen, seriously, thanks for joining us tonight, guys. It, it, you know, I see that um, it makes me very happy to see our viewership is up. It makes me very happy to see all the different people from the different parts of the world. Someone from Belgium today, Pakistan, India, Fiji, awesome. all over the world. It really makes us very happy. Do us a favor, guys. Listen. Please like and share the videos, like and share the page, invite your friends to like the page. It's an easy way to fulfill your missionary requirement, okay? Chris and I will do all the hard work. All you got to do is hit the share button. Again, we do not ask for money and we don't accept money because I think it would ruin my testimony because then people would think I'm just doing this for money. And there's nothing wrong with churches that collect money. People have to get paid, but we're fortunate enough that I can do this and just, you know, out of the money in my own pocket. And I don't want, when I'm preaching prosperity to people, I don't want you thinking, Oh, well, he's just preaching prosperity so that, you know, we'll send him money. No, I'm preaching prosperity because I want God to send you money and I want God to send you abundance in all things. Okay. So we don't accept money, but we do ask that you please just share the page because it helps us spread the good news of Christ to other people. And that's the goal here. Okay. God knows the world is doing enough to get its message out. It's our job to get Christ's message out. All right. So guys, listen. Thanks for joining us today on Facebook. Don't forget, please check us out on iTunes and Spotify and all these other podcast places. We really appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow night at 7.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time from Casa de Kristen. In the meantime, guys, please be blessed and as always, be a blessing. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.